You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What up? This is Shan, and this is Cozy Womb Podcast. This is Ari. Say hi. Hi. Say hi, Anya. Hi. What up? Here we go. Back to the show. Back to the show. This is Cozy Womb Podcast, and uh, this is episode 58, Merging Families in a Healthy Way, meaning, okay, let's be realistic, like, the whole, you um, meet somebody, you get married, you have kids, and those are the only kids you have within that household is it's not very 2018 of you um so the realistic part is that sometimes well a lot of the times now families merge together and they're unmarried and then you know things happen with relationships communication dwindles and somebody has a child outside of the child that they have with one person and then you end up, you know, merging families or, you know, you may be uh, in a relationship, have a child, and then you're not in a relationship anymore. Um, that happens. And then you meet somebody and they have kids and you have kids and y'all merge y'all lives together. That happens. And I just think, you know, logically, there's a healthy way to do it. Um, and there is a negative way to do it, an unhealthy way 
I just want to focus on the healthy ways of doing it. So, you know, I don't, when, you, when you're in a relationship and you, when you're in a marriage, I feel like those children are not at fault. You know what I'm saying? Now, the adults that created those children, whatever the situation is, may be at fault or to blame for certain circumstances, but those kids did not ask to be there. They are just there. So when it comes to you being in a relationship with someone that does have kids, you have to respect the fact that you are not the biological parent, but you are the adult in the situation. So um, there's certain roles that come into hand when you're just the adult in the situation versus the actual biological parents that have a say-so and responsibility to a legal responsibility to that child where you have to ask questions before you do things. You have to respect, um, you know, certain decisions before you combat it because you have to ask yourself, is this my place? If this was my child, would I have a problem with someone having an issue with what I chose? And if you would, then you need to take a step back. You need to take a step back. Sometimes it's primarily just, hey, this woman, her, her kids, and there's no father that has, like I say, in the picture because he decided not to be in the picture or for whatever reason he's not in the picture. Then you as a man, you as the adult, you as the father, if you are married, that you became through the relationship, should step in and play that role as that father. Should step in and live that role as that father. Should be there for that child as a father should. When you're in a marriage, there is not no, oh, these are my kids, those are her kids. No. You made a commitment to someone to blend your life, therefore you take everything that comes with them. And if that involves children, you respect and you love those children and you care for those children and you protect those children as if they came out of your own body, period. There is no that's yours, this is mine in a marriage. Now, if you're dating, <laughs> if you're dating and um, for whatever reason, y'all decide to um, live together in one house and you're not married uh, as for a child that can be slightly confusing um, but I think when you're not married a child should know hey this is who um, this person is to me as your mother um, you should call him such and such no, we know they are not your father. You do not call them daddy um, until some marriage, you know, comes about and everybody decides, hey, I'm comfortable being called this. I'm comfortable being labeled this. You know, everybody has their own things. Stepdad, dad, daddy, um, first name, cute pet name. Like, whatever you as an adult are comfortable with that child calling you and that other parent gave you the green light for that to happen, cool. But 
there should be no, you know, boyfriend, girlfriends being called mommy or daddy when they're they're not uh, committing to that position. Like, let's not confuse that child because any relationship or dating can end, you know, for whatever reason. Not saying it will, can end for whatever reason and you just don't want to uh, create a relationship and take a relationship away when it involves a child. Um, personally, I uh, was forced to deal with that with uh, my four-year-old um, being very close and having my one-year-old's dad in her life since she was three months. And then, you know, a situation happened where he can no longer be around any of us uh, because he just doesn't know how to keep his hands to himself. So, um, now I had to basically take that relationship away from her. You know, you can't be around this person. You can't see this person. You know, we can't go to this person's mom's house anymore. You know, all of that. And it's, it, it's not bad now because it's been, you know, several months since that change started. But now she's used to where she's at. She's used to the people she gets to see. Um, she doesn't really ask those questions anymore. Primarily, if she does have a question about why she can't be around him, um, she has her answers. And she stopped asking me. Um, you know, now she separates it now. So she knows, like, what days her sister will go see her dad. And her dad is this person that she can no longer be around. And, you know, that's on Wednesday. And we see her again on Friday. So she gets that. As a, as a five-year-old, she gets that. But it sucks to be the mother in the position of taking away the only father figure that a child knows. Especially when her biological father never really stepped up or took responsibility in that position uh, and I don't want to do that to her again so um, going forward when I am dating and when I'm, a, I'm around uh, males I make sure that you know who I say they are is what they are <laughs> so there will be no um, you know father-like things happening if you are not trying to be in a father position. Um, there will be no uh, you calling me this if you are not that. Um, just because I want my child to have a clear head on you know, who her parents are, who will always be there so they don't feel um, any neglect or oh, they had this person in their life and then they don't have them anymore so they can't trust that somebody's going to be there um, and you want to make sure that when you do mesh lives and you do um, involve kids that everybody's taken care of the same way so let's say um, you are dating and you had a child of your own and then the person that you're dating has um, kids or a child of their own 
when you guys mesh your lives together and you live together and you get married, that male is now the father in the position, point blank, period. That woman is now the mother in that position, point blank, period. And if you're not ready to be that, then I suggest you not. I suggest you not be in that position because that's not fair to a kid. Come on, pass. Oh damn! Well, they're not going to no fire. But you know, don't don't um, give a child that and take away. Be consistent. Um, if you uh, take your son to go get a haircut and the person you're married to has boys or a son, you take him to get a haircut if he's available also. It shouldn't be no, oh, I took my son to go get a haircut and not and not your kids. You need to take your kids to get a haircut. It shouldn't be that. Because when it comes to um, bills and responsibility as a man and a woman in that household playing father and mother, there is no, oh, that's your bill. This is my bill. One house, one goal, two parents should function as one household, period. That is how I see it. That is how I think it should be. It shouldn't be nothing otherwise. It doesn't make any sense to be anything otherwise. And I wish a lot of, um, a lot more families understood that because that would help um, that would help a lot of friction in the household that would help a lot of um, just petty arguments of logic in the household um, you know if, if your significant other and your husband you know doesn't have a um, daughter and you have a daughter You'd want that man to show up in your daughter's life as a man should, as a father should. You wouldn't want him to be anything less, especially if her father is not around. Me personally, if any man I'm married to, I want him to be in my my daughter's lives as a father figure, period. I don't want you to just be in a relationship and in a marriage to be married to me and don't include my kids. I want you to love my kids. I want you to care for my kids. I want you to protect my kids. Especially if you have kids of your own. I would do the same. Because anything that you have to worry about, I'm going to worry about. Anything that you care for, I want to care for. Anything that you need help with or you want to see flourish and grow in the best way, I want to see flourish and go in the best way. That's how it should be. I don't understand why there should be any other thought within that. That's very simple and plain. It takes nothing to put yourself in another person's shoes as to what to do when it comes to being a parent, especially if you are already a parent. Now, if you've never been a parent and you um, get married and you're in a relationship, with someone who is a parent, you have to understand 
that you cannot come first in everything. There is time, you know, that this person wants to dedicate to dating, of course. But you cannot come first in every little thing that is not going to work. So, um, have patience. If you do not have kids and you're with someone that does have kids, um, ask questions when it's appropriate, not in front of the child. Make sure before you meet that child and before you're in front of this child's face that you let this person know what you want out of the relationship. You let this person know what your goal is um, within that relationship. And you let this person know what you want to do in the future as regards to them, their child, and how you want to grow, period. That discussion should already been had. There is no, hey, met you last week, come over my house. Oh yeah, hey, here's my kid. There shouldn't be none of that. That's irresponsible. And um, I'm sure that person that's just now meeting your kid wouldn't appreciate it. As a parent, I'm not throwing none of my kids on anyone I'm dating. Um, I'll let you know that I have kids, but I'm not about to just have you up in my kid's face all willy-nilly like uh that's not important <laughs> it is it is anybody that i consistently have around um my kids i must think highly of you of some sort um anybody i have watching my kids and i'm not around I must think great things about you because <laughs> kids are irreplaceable. Um, kids are um, observing, they absorb things, they remember things. And I want more good thoughts in my kids' minds than bad thoughts. I don't want my kids um, thinking about past relationships I've had with certain people and their bad um, encounters with those people. I don't want that. So when it involves kids, make sure the person you're with, um, you did a thorough checking. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know how they treat people in their family. You know how they take care of their kids, especially before you have kids with them. You know, you know how they um, do with other people. You know how they respect their parents you know um what family dynamic they want to have in their household you know what their goals are as far as um creating a great environment for their kids do you want to add your kids to it all of that all of that comes with merging families you know i don't want to um date or have goals for someone in a relationship who has kids that doesn't spend quality time with their kids that doesn't put their kids first. I expect any man I'm with that has children before I came about to put their kids before me in, in most aspects because that's your child no matter what. That's your child no matter how our relationship goes. And I feel like that should be the most important thing. Like right now, like I can't mentally date and hang out and think about 
spending time with somebody and making myself feel good if my kids aren't good. If my kid, if I don't know um, if this is taken care of for my child, if this is taken care of for my household. So I don't, I've never understood how any woman who is a mother could go out, get her hair and nails done, spend time at a bar, spend time with men, and, you know, your kid doesn't have this that they're supposed to have. Your kid um, has homework that needs to be done for tomorrow, and you haven't started to help them. You don't know what your child did at school today. Um, you don't know, you know, how your child is going to get their uniform for next week. You don't know how certain um, bills in your house are going to be paid. But you out hanging out. How? I don't. I don't know how to um, pause my mother brain so I can go out and hang out and chill and be like up under somebody else. I don't know how to do that. So until I know in my mind that my children are taken care of, comfortable, fed, warm, happy. They have everything prepared for, for their next day, for their next week. I'm not worried about nothing. Then, and only then, will I begin to think about, hmm, Chantal, what do you want to do? Chantal, what are your needs right now? Chantal, um, who are you trying to hang out with? Or where do you want to go to have fun? But until, like, my kids are taken care of, my household is taken care of. I'm not. I'm not worried about hanging out. Now, when it comes to a marriage, sorry, you don't have that um, that time out to do. Everything has to has to um, happen all at once. You got to take care of kids. You got to take care of kids who are not biologically yours, and show them the same love and dedication. Um, that you do your biological kids, especially if y'all sharing kids, you have to make sure you make time for your husband. You have to make sure you make time for your wife. You have to make sure you um, communicate properly. Uh, if there's an argument, if there's a disagreement, settle it before the next day. However you need to settle it. If y'all need to go out in the car and have a discussion, if your kids are older and nosy, do that. If y'all need to um, take a bath together and talk that thing out, do that. If y'all need to um, partake in something that you guys partake in and discuss it, do that. But by all means, do not let Disagreement when it comes to children in a marriage go on like settled and unsolved. Don't do it because it just snowballs into other things. Don't allow tension to be in your house when it involves kids because they pick up on that. Kids pick up on the truest vibes there, period. That's what they do. I don't know why they do it, but that's what they do. Um, make sure that when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, giving 
to kids, you do it to, for everybody. Sometimes, you know, meshing families and um, kids, you have to deal with other family members. And sometimes, other family members, depending on their age, depending on what they have going on with other kids, cannot um, accommodate all of the kids in your relationship, all of the kids in your marriage for certain things. And it's nothing to be offended by, but don't assume that a family member or an individual doesn't want to do something for your kids just because, let's say, your kids didn't fit um, in the car with other kids. It was a one uh, one time out of the blue spur of the moment thing that let's say an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a, a sister that doesn't live in the household that's just visiting came to do with their nephew or whatever. Don't assume why a particular pe- a family member didn't do something for everybody that they did for one person just ask questions especially when you have that family member's phone number and not everybody is going to treat your children the same as your husband or your wife and vice versa there's nothing to be offended by but it can always be discussed on why something was done a certain way but don't sit there and have an attitude Don't sit there and assume why something was done a certain way. Ask questions. There's no need to have an argument about things that you never ask to the right person. Ask the questions to the right person, get your answers, and then if you disagree or agree, discuss it. But please do not have an argument over something you didn't even ask or inquire about to the wrong person because that wrong person is going to look at you crazy like um I don't know why didn't you ask and then you're going to have the stupid face of like hmm why didn't I ask because sometimes it's easier to assume and look stupid than ask the right question and that sucks but in life a lot of people do that and when it involves kids they are, you know, you don't want a kid to feel left out of anything on purpose when that clearly wasn't your intention. And I don't want any child that I'm around frequently or over time to feel left out um, based on assumption. Just ask me why something was done a certain way. What else with merging families um, in a healthy way? If you help one child do their homework, then you help all the kids do their homework. If you um, want your kids to be involved in after school activities, um, let's say like band or sports, when the person you're married to, child has a game or whatever event that they're into, you need to make time to go to those games sometimes too. I understand that you can't go to everybody's game all the time together. But when you're in a marriage, you have to make time for the other kids' interests too. It's hard. I'm not telling you that's going to be easy, but it's hard. But in order for 
everybody to be feel loved the right way for a balance in care and um, consideration you gotta you gotta share you gotta share yourself when you're married and involves kids you gotta share yourself with your husband and your wife you gotta share yourself with your kids you gotta share yourself with the kids that um, were brought into your marriage you gotta share yourself with your mother-in-law your father-in-law everybody gets shared to some extent when you're merging families okay it doesn't have to be negative it doesn't have to be like oh it's not it shouldn't feel like a job when you come into a marriage involving other kids it should be something you want to do period it should be something you want to do it should be um something you want to do for the person you're married to to make them feel assured that their child will be okay with you their child will feel the same love that they give their child from you it should be the same way it shouldn't be yours that's mine in the marriage when you are dating take your time introducing the person you're dating to to your kids take your time involving people coming to your home take your time um, when you uh, have certain questions with some with someone in a situation where they do have kids um, ask those questions not in front of the kids verbally if you want to text it and discuss it cool um make sure you ask is it i don't know if you mind but is it okay if i ask you a question and then stop don't just be throwing demands or throwing things out there without preparing somebody for what's about to be discussed And everybody, everybody will be pleased at the end of the day. And when you're in a great relationship or a great marriage, you want everybody to be happy. That should be the common denominator. Shouldn't be nothing else, okay? I know you're not going to be able to make everybody happy, but fair is fair. Logic is logic. Don't be petty. Stop assuming and just ask the right questions. My name is Shan. This is Cozy Boom Podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. 
Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.